This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-443-4996. 800-443-4996. That's 800-443-4996. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I'm Donald Ware, and we are less than really two weeks, uh, more like 10 days away from the start of the HBCU football season. It was really going to start on Saturday, but the Tennessee State game was postponed due to weather. And we're going to take things now to Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Speaking of weather, I mean, I was just, we're, we're talking with Doc Campbell. He's the new head football coach at Arkansas Pine Bluff. And you talk about snow and uh, Coach Gamble. Well, first of all, welcome to the program. Uh, thanks for having me. You know, I've been uh, following you for a long time now, for a while. I guess dating back to uh, 2012 when I was at uh, Alcorn State. First, I uh, became aware of you and uh, – but uh, thanks for having me, and, and look forward to you know being on your on your cast here. It sounds good, and I appreciate that. So the snow, like you're not used to that in those parts. Like, how is that slowing you up in terms of your preparation uh, for your opening game uh, on February the twenty seventh? Well, it, it slowed us up a little bit, uh, a whole bunch, because of uh, we we were in a good rhythm. You know, we had thirteen practices in, and when we had 14, the 14 practice schedule, then all the snow came. So uh, we don't have an indoor facility, but we were still hoping to be able to do something. And uh, right now we're just uh, able to just uh, meet with the guys and um, and uh, watch some video and so forth. So instead of being a mental and physical uh, preparation, now it's just all mental right now. You know, our campuses, uh, things have slowed down tremendously around the city and as well as on campus. Uh, due to the uh, the record amount of snow, uh, I, I think it's a record amount of snow. It's the most snow I've seen since I've been down here, so uh, it's about knee deep right now. Yeah, and and of course, yeah. when you got this job in April of 2020, I mean, I think you were expecting probably to maybe still play uh, in the fall. Can you kind of speak to sort of the whirlwind it's been for you at UAPB for the last ten months or so? Well, I tell you what it what it has uh, been for us is constant change, you know, and having to adapt to uh, pretty much almost uh, daily, you know, and daily for, and weekly. You kind of has made us uh, and my, uh, made made myself and our staff. You know, we kind of you always plan and you plan a, a certain way, and you think things are happening going to happen that way, and then all of a sudden you got to go to Plan B. So now when when we do plan, it's a Plan B. A plan A and a plan B and a plan C uh, for us right now. So and and that's it's tough, but I, I tell you what, we've gotten we've gotten accustomed to it here now. 
Uh, and it, you know, one thing about our, our guys, you know, they're they're uh, they're staying, they're keeping everything in stride. You know, they haven't pouted one time, and they just they got a great understanding that like, this is uh is not the normal. And um, but we are looking forward to trying to get back to some sense of normalcy. Yeah, how how much? I mean, it had to make it a little bit easier in terms of uh, the transition. It wasn't like you were leaving a place going to take a new a head coaching job somewhere else. You had already been with the program since 2018. Mm-hmm. That that had to make it easier, though, right? It definitely, definitely. It's, it's uh, you know, it's not one of those where I had to come in and try to get to know to get get to know the guys, and then the guys go home, and then not to get, you know, not and not be around them. And the only way I get to talk to them is through Zoom. Or uh, or through the telephone, but uh, knowing the guys and um, that has helped tremendously. You know, and, you know, it's one thing it has. Um, one thing that has come up that you know now I've been able to not just now that we already know the guys and how they are, interact with each other, how they interact with our staff, how they interact with the university, but now it's been about how they learn. You know, now the the new thing for us is how these guys learn because a lot of times here they've had to do a lot of stuff online. So, uh, and how much uh, all the stuff we had to do is sharing things over, you know, the Zoom calls, conference calls, and and so forth to figure out. Now we've known, we knew how they learned when they was with us, you know, in person, and and, uh, and that's what we got back right now. But over the course of the last few months, just seeing how those guys uh, take in things and apply them. Uh, so we've, we've learned something new about the guys, you know, so uh, which has been a great benefit for all of us. Doc Gamble in his first season as the head football coach at Arkansas Pine Bluff. He joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Uh, for, talk about, you know, talk about that you you were, you know, definitely with the quarterbacks going back to 2019, an integral part of the program. Kind of sum up 2019, you guys went 6-5. and five. Well, we, we're, uh, after the 2018 season, we knew what we had, um, to work with coming in so going into the 2019 we were you know our conversations changed you know it, it changed from you know hoping to win to okay now let's expect to win and then um and that that helped us up uh helped us out tremendously and, and the guys saw that the changes that we were making were uh going to benefit all of us um you know it was a really rough year that 2018 season uh but that typically sometimes that 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 happens when you got a new crew. Um, but the guys kind of, the guys that uh, stuck around, they, they bought in. And uh, so we knew we had something to work with going into 2019. And then we got off to a good start early on. And, and to be honest with you, you know, we felt the games that we did lose in our 19, we kind of, we felt that we had a chance and we should have won those games. So, uh, but that came, that came with the mindset of, you know, the, the mindset of the guys had changed, you know, those guys, we just wasn't, uh, hoping to win, but we was uh, going into games expecting to win games. So, and, and now it's just right now for us uh, with the continue on continuation of and build upon that. Now is uh, you still have to learn how to win. You know, yeah, you can expect to win and, and, and those things, but now learning how to win. So that's been the area uh, for us and in, in, in learning how to win. Sometimes it, it can take some time, um, but. And some of those losses that we had in 19, we were, we were able to point out, hey, this is why they're where they are, you know, the teams that we did lose to. So, uh, and, uh, you know, so we're looking forward to, you know, seeing where our, where our guys are now uh, with that in the same mindset uh, coming in here into to, uh, 2020. 
Last 21, thought, I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Last thought on yeah. 2019, I felt like you guys were the dark horse. Like, I felt like you could really win that Western Division. To your point, 2018 yeah. was tough. First season, I think yeah. one or two wins maybe, and then you go to, yeah. you know, 2019, and I felt like, you know, with what you had coming back, it was a – so the expectation was you expected to win. So was there some sense of disappointment for the 2019 season? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. We still, you know, we we celebrated. We we were happy with winning because we hadn't won in a while. Um, we were happy with it, you know, but we you know we just came up a little short on, on what we were expecting, um, you know, and just got to the point that, hey, we wasn't sneak. You know, when we got off to a good start, we wasn't sneaking up on anybody anymore, you know, and, and we, we always tell those guys, you're not a, you're not a secret anymore. You're not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. And we know everybody prepares for everybody, but, you know, you you knew, uh, and we know now, you're going to get everybody's best shot, and, and they're going to get ours. But, you know, as as opposed before, you know, you, I don't think everybody was scheduling us for their homecoming game anymore, you know. So um, that, that's that been the, the transition part of it for us. So, but, you know, going from 19, you know, and, and coming up just a little short, for, the, the thing I have to do now is to remind guys that, you know, we went six and five. You got a lot of you got a lot of congratulations. You got a lot of handshakes. You got a lot of pats on the back. But we still finished out at the bottom end of our, our side of the conference. So that's you know we're still working to, to take the next step. Of course, Shannon Patrick uh, he he signed now with uh, Bethune Cookman. But now, so your quarterback and you I mean your quarterbacks in 2019 uh, definitely were solid. So, I mean, coming into this season, is Skylar Perry definitely your guy? Uh, you go back to that 2019 season, eight touchdowns to four interceptions, had a solid season. And if so, what's the expectation for him for the 2021 spring season? Yeah, well, Skylar's our quarterback, but I make him compete every day. And, and I get on the other quarterbacks for not pushing. You know, just don't get satisfied because, you know, it's been written or said that uh, he's our quarterback. Um, but to be honest with you, you know, I, I wanted a competitive room, and, and we have that, but he's he's the guy, and he'll be the guy that takes the first snaps. You know, it's his job to lose, and, and uh, we got some young ones that's, that are pretty talented, but they they have to want it, you know, as well. Um, but the thing about it is just not for – the key for Skyler is not allow, allow him to get comfortable uh, with that. Now, the thing – the greatest thing he has for he's a natural leader, and people gravitate to him, you know. So um, – and that's been great for us. You know, he, he even he shared the duties uh, the last two years, and um, when something needed to be said, he was the first one to say it. When the team breaks down, they break down on him. You know, so um, he's never wavered from being the leader. You know, it's just now it's just coming about. Now it's yours full time, and and um, you need to do everything you have to do to keep it yours uh, full time. Doc Gamble again, the head football coach at Arkansas Pine Bluff, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Tell us about Harry Ballard the third. You go back, look at the great numbers. It averaged in excess of 18 yards per reception with 10 touchdowns back in 2019. Of course, he's he's first team uh, all uh, all swag preseason and a preseason box to row all American. Well, you, you know Harry for us, he's an explosive guy, uh, very strong, big, um, you know, fast, uh, and he catches the ball really, really well. Um, and he's, he's even better after after the catch, you know. So uh, he's a, he was a uh, – when he came to us, you know, we, we kind of knew about him. And, uh, 
and then he really exceeded what we really thought he would be. You know, so uh, but right now, you know, he's one of the best. He's one, of, even though how talented he is, he's one of the hardest working guys we have. You know, he goes as hard. As a matter of fact, I had to a couple of times here in practice. Hey, Harry, you sit out this drill. You know, what I mean, I, I see what you're doing, and, and he, he, we have a saying about uh, we emptying the bucket, leaving everything, giving everything we got, and he gives it every single rep. Um, and, you know, he, he's not a very vocal guy, so he leads by example. And if I, I have anything I need to say to anybody, it's just, hey, look at what Harry's doing over there. You know, and everybody, he's one of the more talented, most talented guys we have on the team, but you would never know it. Uh, he's just not selling on my talent. You know, he's really trying to push himself to be even better than what he is. And that's what the great ones should do. And, that, and that's what they do do. Taylor Porter for two years, all world, everything. Um, obviously, he's gone uh, because of uh, you know his his eligibility had been exhausted. Who's your yep. running back? Like Keyshawn Williams, what had like close to four hundred yards? Is he averaged what in excess of six yards per carry? He's your he's your main guy. Talk about the running back position. Right now, Keyshawn is um, is not going to play here this this uh, this spring. You know, and it's not it's been already printed. Um, He's going to come back here in the fall and get ready to go for us. Uh, but so right now, and he's been around working out and everything like that, and we're, we're super proud of him. And matter of fact, Keyshawn has his has, – um, he's graduated, has his degree, and he's doing everything in, in graduate school now. Uh, but right now, so we're still uh, honing in. I don't know if you replace a Taylor Porter, you know, so uh, with just one guy. Uh, we have a committee of guys that, that's going to uh, – that's going to have that role. Ideally, you'd like to settle in on one guy, but we can, you know, even though we can run a one-back system, for me, I, that I do know is going to need about two or three of those guys because of uh, the wear and tear. Uh, but right now, you know, that start things off for is Omar Allen, who's a returning uh, letter winner for us, and and uh, then we got a few other guys behind him that that have flashed uh, here during training camp. And then in the trenches, you look at a, a first-team all-preseason guy in, uh, in uh, Mark Evans, the second. Talk about him and then that offensive line. Well, we got Mark Evans. Uh, he, he'll be a three-year returning starter for us, and uh, he's been tremendous. Again, he's another guy that, that his work ethic is off the charts. And then playing next to him is uh, A.J. Smith, another all-conference guy. Uh, Mark um, kind of uh, – What's funny, I was texting back and forth with a uh, Teron Armstead, and uh, I told him, I said, we got another Armstead up here, man. You might want to come visit with him. He said, hey, I'll be up to see him. You know, so uh, that's where his talent level is, you know. Uh, and that's what he's seen. And it's been like that. We saw that from day one. You know, we saw that from day one with him, and, and um, he's continued to grow and continue to get better. And, uh, and he's – you know, he's a guy that, again, we a guy we had a scrimmage last week, and I, I said, we've seen enough of Mark. We don't need to see Mark bang around on anybody else. And he was frustrated about it. He was upset about it. He wanted to get out and, and scrimmage and, and knock some heads around. And uh, But uh, we know what he can do, and and, I, and he's only, you know, he shows that daily in, in, uh, on his, in his daily grind. A couple of preseason guys, uh, you know, defensively, that is, Xavier Mitchell on the defensive line. You look at a guy like a Sean Steele, maybe a little bit underrated second-team guy, had 15 pass breakups, three interceptions for you last year. Talk about those two guys and then the expectation defensively. Uh, well, defensively, we want to be better um, than what we have been. And we showed some growth from 18 to 19, uh, 18 season to uh, year two, uh, 2019. 
uh, and we, we're looking to still uh, grow. And I tell you what, the, the only thing when I was a named head coach, our chancellor, he's the only one that asked me, he said, hey, how good are we going to be on defense? <laughs> I, said, I told him, I said, we're going to be even better than what we have been, uh, for sure. And it starts with uh, Xavier Mitchell. Uh, you know, he's a high-energy guy. Uh, he brings it every single day, a high-motor guy, and you actually have to slow him down as well. Uh, then the other guy, you know, people still mention is I, I think is more of our vocal leader, and he really gets guys going. Is Paul Reeves? Uh, he's our uh, nickel safety. And then uh, with Sean Steele, and, you know, Sean Steele's a talented guy, and I think he has a chance to possibly play at the next level. And to be honest with you, those pass breakups, some of them I, I kind of joke with him. I asked him in practice last week. I said, Hey, how many interceptions you had so far during training camp? He had none. Then the next day, he picked off a of football. And I just kind of told him in front of the team, all those drops. That he had those pass breakups. If those were interceptions, he'd be all American right now. So uh, he's a talented guy, very heady guy, and uh, uh, extremely, extremely uh, smart football wise. So uh, and just uh, you know, it's been a snow day on campus, and look in the weight room. He's in there trying to get himself together, and uh, just trying to. Uh, a lot of those guys are, and, you know, basketball they call them gym rats, and we got a ton of those guys here in football. We got a ton of gym rats where you have to kind of keep them out of the building. You know, hey, go home and hey, don't you have some work to do classroom-wise? You got to kind of remind them of that as well. So uh, so we got a good crew, and we feel really, really good about them, you know. So be honest with you, the focus is on uh, our younger guys because those are the guys you win with. You know, we, we know you play with your starters, but you win with the next guy in. So we're trying to figure out uh, who's those, who that crew of guys are, you know, who's the next guy in at every position uh, because that's where everything will uh, – coming to play at some point. And then lastly, I know your guys have to be excited. Uh, you opened the season at home uh, with a Western Division foe in Texas Southern. Yeah, we're excited to play football, period. You know, we didn't play in the fall, so we're, we're looking forward to playing football here this spring. And um, the guys are, uh, you know, we I kind of was telling someone, you know, we're I got kind of bored a little bit, and I love football. And I, but watching guys play on Saturdays throughout the fall was kind of bothersome because I know we should we could have been playing, thought we should have been playing, and, and uh, but it didn't work out. So we're getting that opportunity here in the spring. And uh, but everybody's looking forward. Everybody's looking forward to it. And we're doing all the things that's needed to get the game day. You know, I tell them we we got to make sure we we creating our own bubble where we get tested every week. And I say you got to get to the next day get to the next day, get to the next day, get to the next day, and then eventually we'll get to get the game day. So, and the guys have doing, been doing a really good job of that, you know, taking care of each other and, and staying in small groups and social distancing and wearing a mask around campus. So uh, those are the things that, uh, you know, everything that's been put forth when we're asking them to do, they've been doing it. Doc Campbell again in his first season as the head football coach at Arkansas Pine Bluff joins us here. On the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, the Golden Lions open the season on February 27th at home against Texas Southern. I really appreciate the time, Coach Gamble. Good luck to you and the Golden Lions. All right, thank you. Thanks for having me. I think once again, I think Arkansas Pine Bluff's going to be one of those teams that are going to be slept on a little bit this year. I mean, you have a Harry Ballard you have a solid, solid offensive line. You've got a Skyler Perry, and the defense is going to be improved. I mean, it's going to be tough. You're trying to compete. You're trying to challenge and compete with Southern and Grambling, and Prairie View is going to be improved again this year. It's a tough uphill battle, but I think the Golden Lions are going to be primed 
and ready. That's going to do it for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. We've been a little bit, I mean, honestly, we've been a little bit inconsistent with this just because of trying to make sure that we get the coaches as best we can. Then, of course, we've had some cancellations and so forth. So I can guarantee you this. You're going to listen. You're listening to this now. I can guarantee you that beginning on February the 22nd, you will hear you will hear a daily podcast every Monday through Friday from now until the end of the football season. Because from that point, we'll you will be doing some previews starting February 22nd and uh, taking it through the end of the season. Well, I I probably will be you know, sort of giving my thoughts on the week uh, that was HBCU football, what to expect, what happened, et cetera, et cetera. So beginning February 22nd, Monday through Friday, you will get an HBCU football daily podcast each and every day, wherever you find the HBCU football daily podcast, whether it's at BoxToRow.com, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, or whether it's at iHeartMedia.com. Talk with you real soon. For conversations with stars like Abari Hardware, Brandy, Michael Strahan, and with some of our favorite sports guests over the years. Over the years.